seemed to run straight at him, and all of a sudden, he was on his back. Oh, my goodness gracious me. What has he done, done? So you reckon left arm of the dark? Yeah. You and if you had yeah. to choose, if you had one or the other, you go left arm. Left arm, mate. You are yeah. crazy. Okay, we'll dig deeper into that. That's like going to Wet and Wild and going on the small slippery dip. Okay, I mean, hello and welcome to the Professor and Barney <laughs> podcast featuring Tom and Nick. Tom was just telling us an interest he has in Rafa Nadal's left bicep. It's uh, mm. it's very very interesting. Uh, for those of you that are joining us for the first time. Um, it's a really, really good podcast. So <laughs> listen through the whole thing. I'm sold. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, oh, it's really, it. really good. Um, welcome, Andrew Barnett. Barney, how are you? I'm well. I'm well. Good to see you back and uh, in yes. uh, in fine health. I do have to ask, though, last Wednesday, Tommy, what was it, <clears throat> Game 7? Yes. It was a Game 7 of the NBA. The Swishers were uh, – it was – Prime. Yeah, I think it was Rockets OKC. It was. Yeah, yeah, it I was. And you were. Uh, you think you it a, was a lung infection? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sudden death swish time, and all of a sudden. Uh, mm. Well, this is what I, I actually think happened. Sorry, before we move on. Um, hello, yeah, Tom. Sorry. Welcome. Hello, Nick. Hi, how? How are you? Um, you got to do that. You can't move on. I, I, my, I think I had a throat infection that because I lay mm. down and watched NBA for two days straight got worse into my chest. Mm. You're not oh. meant to lie down. Mm. Then got bronchitis. And I damn near died. None of you cared. No one showed wow. up to my, my, my bedside. Hey. No shining, one brought me soup. Shining light, though. Mm. You've got a slight little raspy raspiness now? to your Still? voice. Yeah, yeah you, you, you sound a bit like Jeff Bridges. Thank you. Thank wow. you. I, um, didn't, I also sent you that Manuka honey from New Zealand. Um did you get that? No, I didn't. Cold? No. Okay. Um, that's still oh, in transit. Oh. Oh. Tommy, did you just head that off, did you? Yeah. I, I'm, the <laughs> Manuka may or may not uh, be in my pantry. What? Uh, uh, why is that called Manuka <laughs> and then Manuka, mm. spelt the same way, the suburb in Canberra is Manuka? Yeah, nation's Kirsten, Kirsten. we've been it's... there before, mate. Kirsten, Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> before. Kristen has the been, R before the O. before, Kirsten. mate. I don't know. It's Kirsten, Kirsten. Um, Kirsten, Kirsten. Let's explain what but this... But also, you, you don't you don't have Kirsten. Kirsten isn't in New Zealand making it. That's the other reason. Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> um, now, what do we want to do first? Do we want to explain the podcast? Or I've got a few notes from last week when I wasn't here. I just wanted to go Ooh. over some stuff. Let's a few explain things. the podcast first. All right, well, why don't you... You do that. Um, basically, what we do on this podcast and what we've what we re- will be reviewing, we did last week, is uh, we take an event from the sporting week and we dig deep into the uh, historic annals of sport mm. to find mm. out has this happened before, will it happen again, what happened, and uh, and where, what's the precedence for this? Um, and it's how many usually... times we can say happened? Yeah, yeah. In one sentence. That's right. <laughs> you Especially know, in the light of yeah, it uh, and it is yeah. hugely successful. This podcast, if mm. you're tuning in for the first time. Mm. Hugely Mm. successful. Uh, Thank you, Barney. Now, I was away last week, as I said. Mm. I had um, terminal bronchitis, but I fought through. (laughs) God. What a, what a battle. I'm um, a survivor. Let's just say they are going to make a mini-series. Tell you what didn't survive, what thrived, was the podcast last week. Mm. Damn good episode. Mm. Brooksy subbed in. Uh, I I just felt like, you know. You know what? It was one of those ones where you walked into this room and everything just, it looked happier. Everything just felt better. Uh, You know what I mean? Like no one was like walking in thinking – not this shit again. It was, I, I, it was, you know a what was weird pager. about last week, boys? Do you know what was, was weird that? about last week? Mm. Even the what? even the Wi-Fi was better. Yeah, it was. What? The connection was better. better. This yeah. room didn't feel so much like a well, Swedish orgy. Yeah. That's because <laughs> I'm normally downloading stuff while we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh... He's listening to other podcasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's doing this There's one. some very good ones out there. Uh, I did make a few notes. <laughs> I watched and I listened. Oh, yes. really? Um, okay. And I, if you don't mind, I just because just we need to improve this thing. I mean, it's hugely successful, mm-hmm. but it could be more successful. I do mind, but we don't have a choice. Yeah. Um, Barney, mm. yep. great hosting. Thank you. Mate, really good. Mm. Very. It was. I describe it as very paint by numbers. Very painful yeah. numbers. You kept, wow. it, you kept it safe, <laughs> which which is what our listeners want. Mm. They want very yeah. beige, um, mm. safe and beige is how I describe it. Yeah, and a dot to dot hosting. Yes, yeah, it was. 
Um, It's coloured well within the lines. Yes, and your story, well, I fast-forwarded through it. I'm not sure. (laughs) The fryer. But I am certain it was informative. It was very informative. I am certain. Nick, great story about the All Blacks. Very unexpected from you. (laughs) Left field, mate. That's what we want. That's what people come in. What's Nick going to talk about this week? You never know. Mm. Uh, But I do want to correct you on one thing. Stephen Donald is not the most hated All Black. It's Richie McCaw who gets all three oh. spots on the podium because he is no. a cheesy yeah. Uh, no. Mark that time. Mark that time. Um, you said that swear word before. Yeah. Cheating. Yeah. Can you um, actually? Can you just actually? Can you just edit out cheating in that as well? That's all that I wanted. Tommy. Yes. Great Steve Young story. Thanks. Really good stuff. Mm. And all our. Octogenarian NFL fans would have loved it, mate. Blokes yeah. that remember, what, is this the 70s? Yeah. 80s? Mm. Hitting the key demographic. Very good, mate. Yeah. It was great. Mm. Thank you, mate. I thought it was very good. Thank you. Um, and um, I'll look up who he is in the next couple of days. <laughs> Brooksy. <laughs> Brooksy. One thing about Brooksy, lying about my basketballing ability. <laughs> Brooksy's the honest. Horse shit and he's never coming back. So don't, Brooksy places. will be back. He's a fan favourite. He's uh, he's at Mermaids yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's, flo- he's just in yes. quarantine at the moment. Yeah. He's waiting to get in. Yeah, he's got his flippers on. He's uh. there ready to go. Um all right, well, let's get into this week's podcast. Yep. Who's found the topic? Uh, you got it? I've Arnie? got it. I've got it. Uh, yep. The in- Oh, we haven't done the review. Oh, you want sorry, to Bell's just been in our ear. Who's our, um, he's producer. become our producer because <laughs> yeah. we need help. Um, yeah, okay, sorry, we do encourage our listeners to do a review. Can I just point out, not a mistake I made last week. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, you are. No, no. Right. When you there. go because, dot to dot, mate. Well, you when, you're, when, you're reading, <laughs> yeah. when you're reading your rundown yeah. like this. Three. Well, you don't lift your head. Yeah. You know what? I and you say, what to introduce today's topic. <laughs> I, feel like Nick, I feel like Nick and I are on the Titanic and it's sinking. <laughs> and right. you're in yeah. one lifeboat, Barney's in another, and we've got to make a choice. <laughs> I'm yes. going down with the ship. <laughs> yeah. Tommy's, Tommy's going to be on the chest like, of drawers with Nick in the water yeah. with him. On I'll be that guy who had his head on the, the way propeller. down as it fell in. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the case. Right, let's uh, let's do the review. We do encourage our listeners to leave a review. Leave a five positive star. or negative. We don't particularly give a shit as long as it's five star. Well, I don't even care about that yeah. anymore. Nah, five star. Couldn't they give a f- anyway? Go okay, on. so this one is vote one Barney Gloucester Magpie wrote it. Five okay, stars. This is good. I like How that. good's Barney? For years he's been overshadowed by that professor guy, and finally got a call to lead. The sinking there ship. You go. Yeah. If only the fat <laughs> could row a bit harder. And well, frankly, we all understand that the Kiwi kid is just there to throw overboard to feed the sharks if needed. Personally, I think it's time to rename the show Barney and Brooksy Podcast. What is the love for Brooksy. I don't <laughs> with, his, with his in depth. In depth or in depth? Uh, I'm going to go in depth. I'm going to say in depth. Yeah. 83. Uh, analysis uh, on field hockey. Yep. And, well, to be honest, just a good newie bloke. Oh, Barney, it's time to start steering this ship for good, the mighty mag. Oh, God, now. That just. Yeah. That is a well thought out review. It's just another Newcastle <laughs> nuffy, mate. You all stick together. Gloucester, mate. Yeah, Gloucester's what's well, the hunter, isn't it? Mate, well, you're all losers. How does he know you got fat legs? Uh, he's talking about Tommy. He's told Tommy. <laughs> the fat-legged bloke. Oh. oh I, sorry. <laughs> sorry. But uh, you're right. You, you if only the fat-legged bloke could row a bit harder. Quadzilla's over here. I, I thought, think he's talking yeah. about you, mate. Nah, yeah. I think he's talking about you, Quadzilla. Hey, Mighty Magpie, right in. Which one of those two has fat legs? Mm. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Um, very good. Yes, I leave a review. Fatter legs. Uh, oh, well, Mighty Magpie, how about you actually have a look at my legs? Because... Charm, Tommy. They're ripped, and, I hear, I'll, and I'll bench I, press your mum. So, are they? Shaved? I hear that Tommy's legs. I hear that Tommy's legs like rougher than Adele's arms. Is one that's <laughs> slightly better than the other. Which one would you go for? Yeah, right oh, left, left all in day. Between. Left in all between. Rougher. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You are right. The one yeah, that's all uh, that left arm. <laughs> hey, um, who's picked our topic for this week? I'll, I'll, I'll go with the topic if Good you on like. Good on you, mate. Yeah, Good on you. I'm across things these days. Now I've learned to host. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, US tennis fans, US Open's going on. Um, obviously, uh, the two biggest names in men's tennis weren't there. So, everyone uh, being Rafa and Fed. Um, so, everyone's going, this is, this is Novak Djokovic's real chance to. 
to win the US Open, get his Grand Slam, and uh, everyone's excited for him. Unfortunately, he got disqualified this week because he had what we would call a brain snap. Uh, he wasn't having a great time. Here he is here. Smacks a ball towards the back of the court, quite frustrated. And, uh, yeah, it hit a, a line judge, a lady line judge, right in the uh, throat, right in the larynx. Ball, um, not Tell a you good what, spot. Here we go. Boom. Tell you what's Ooh. sad about it, though, is Pink, uh, who is a part-time line judge, but as we all know, she's a singer as well. I mean, that's right in the moneymaker. Uh, yeah. And it that's went at 100%. Really that's what yeah. she's... She said, when it hit her in the throat, that's what she said. She said Djokovic as well. That's the only way. Djokovic. If you also as well, very quickly, if you're following along at home with the story, please do not Google uh, US, uh, women's US open throat. Because you're going to get a different, going to get a different story. <laughs> I should have been clearer when I sent you the topic there, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Open throat. Yeah, that'll happen. Oh, um, yeah. All right. So, in the light of that, essentially, off the in back the light off, of that, essentially, we're going to look at all the times uh, athletes had brain snaps. Fantastic. Um, now. Do you mind? Because we used to do this. Yes. And I, I get a back lot of people the asking. They stop me in the street. They mm. say, Professorus, I want you to get back into the psychology of things. Yes. Why mm. things happen. Mm. And mm. so I've actually, I've been, I read a book last night. Did you? Yeah, I did. Mm. It's called Why We Snap, Understanding the Rage Circuit in Your Brain. Mm. And it's from um, the neuro... Now, what, what could have possibly prompted you to read this book? <laughs> My wife yeah. recommended it. <laughs> um, from a very good neurobiologist known as Douglas Fields. Ah. And he talks about why people snap. Yes. Um, basically, it's a clash. The violent behaviour in our brain snapping is a clash between the modern world Yep. And the evolutionary hardwiring of our brains, where our brain, it's not actually built for all the technology, for all the hustle, all the bustle. Yours certainly isn't. No. You've all seen me up on the computer trying to delete stuff from YouTube. It's, uh, it, gets, it gets very nasty <laughs> And, and up that there. did lead to a rage It snap. did. That, I snapped that day. Mate, this guy's onto something. I, I like this guy. I broke a monitor. Now, I'm going to read this to you. A large part of the human brain, just like the brain of other animals, is devoted to threat detection. Yes. These circuits are constantly evaluating our internal an external state of for threats. This cannot be conscious because that's too slow. So you can't think, oh, God, I'm threatened. What do I do? Yeah. It just happened. Bang. It's unconscious. Nice. Nice. It's deep in the brain below the cerebral cortex mm. where consciousness mm. arises in a region called the hypothalamic. Hypothalamic. Uh, are you having trouble reading that? Because Tom Tommy, is very good at reading. <laughs> Hypothalamus. Mm. I believe yeah, it is. attack region. It is. The hypothalamus <laughs> is where a lot of our urges and automatic functions are carried out like sexual behaviour. Really? So this whole Rafa Nadal left arm thing, that's what that's where it comes mm. from, Tommy. That's what you think. <laughs> it's a rage boner. Mm. The the attack mm. region controls defensive aggressive aggressive behavior. In sci if scientists stimulate that neuron with an electrode, an animal will instantly become aggressive without actually realizing they're doing it. Really? So the example they use is there was a guy famously on a plane where somebody lit it was a bomb that was in their underwear. Yep. Lit the bomb, smoke started going. Everybody cleared out. One bloke jumped on the guy, pinned him down, uh, ripped his undies off, I guess. I didn't <laughs> read that. Yep. Um, and they were saying... Mm. Fire crotch. But, yeah. Fire, then they interviewed this guy after and they said to him, what, you know, what were you thinking? What did you do? And he said, I didn't actually think. Yeah. Mm. I just jumped. Right. Yep. Sometimes that Maybe happen. when he was doing one of, one of those things, you know, when you're going down in a plane and then it's like the last thing you're going to do, maybe you just want to have sex with a guy. <laughs> and it was like an accidental, an accidental so, hero. Which is why he ripped his undies off. Mm. That oh, makes yeah. perfect yeah. sense. He was like well the heroic. Fit, you know yeah, what I mean? This smoke show, he said. <laughs> so we all have these... These um, smoking the, these, undies. They're circuits. They call them rage circuits. <laughs> We've all got <laughs> smoke smoking undies. undies. We've all got these smoking <laughs> rage circuits. I was the only one. <laughs> We've all got them. Yep. And yeah. anything can trigger them. Mm -mm. So from that, I'm getting th that I'm normal. Yeah. So, because <laughs> can I? Any moment off? I've had with our uh, <laughs> with our topics, our yes. favourites. But do you see what I'm trying to explain? I see what you're trying that to it, explain. That it's normal. 
to have these moments. And it mm. leads perfectly mm. into my first honourable mention. My first honourable mention is Professor James Rochford, <laughs> or as we call him, Stropford. Yes. Um, known for a brain right. snap. Um, now, we've all worked with him for a while, and I want to put forward mm. our favourite Stropford story each. Mine would be there was an episode... I haven't cleared this. Two years ago, <laughs> an episode of the Friday Night Show. We had to pre-tape, and um, it was a difficult, difficult edit because we pre-tape, we had a lot of fun. There was some stuff that was said because we were pre-taping that couldn't go to air. Yes, there's a technique when you're doing comedy in an audience and you're pre-taping a show where you say things that are a little bit outrageous. Yes, no. Because it gets the audience up and they're laughing. And there was a few things that were said that night. That legally we couldn't put to air. Yes, if we put them to air, we'd be in big trouble. So, um, yes, they put the wrong episode. Yes, so, yeah, we did an edit and then what went to air wasn't the edit that uh, you and our producer, Craig, no. had put to it. And so, obviously, the the fear, um, you, you went into I, there. Was, we I could some be slanderous comments I'd made about certain NRL players. <laughs> we could wow. all be about to be sued here. And yeah. uh, you went into one of the great rages I've ever seen. And uh, our producer, Greg, at the time, uh, one of the great – also a great rager. Yeah, we would – yeah, we'd go week on week. Yeah. His turn it was to mm. snap. Um, that was my turn that week. And he, he shouted out to you, it was my favourite thing I've ever heard, James, don't blow him up, as you went down to yell at the editor. Mm. James, don't blow him up yet. Yeah, well, I think it was because Greg wanted to go down and have his turn <laughs> yeah. first. Anyway, we were very wow. lucky because all the slanderous stuff was actually said in the second segment. Yes. So we had the ad break to change... The, oh, the edit that had yeah. gone on the air, we, we were so lucky. I mean, Barney, some of those comments you made Mate, about I... women's rugby league. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I did not say anything. Whoa. Yeah. I, Whoa. Luckily, it was all <laughs> yeah. in the second break. Right. Now, okay. So, that, that's, just, so that's my favourite Stropford. We're not going around the circle yeah, to say the Stropford. You got a good Stropford story. All I know is when I was uh, uh, working on the show, I was asked to find a dolphin. Uh, oh. <laughs> for an episode, I and I just could... thought it was a blow-up dolphin that he could nope. he could take home and work when he's uh, used when his wife's like back home from work. But um, basically, he wanted a real dolphin, and I was like, James, I don't think a dolphin's possible. And he's like, find me a dolphin. And I was like, James, I don't think a dolphin's possible. And he goes. <laughs> find me a dolphin and I'm like going back and forth it's like Jeremy goes like show me the dolphin and then and then we realised that just animal rights and a whole bunch of like WWF stuff we couldn't actually get a dolphin I think you ended up ordering a dolphin costume for For a a dog dog, that was all I got hence why I snapped Nick, am I wrong there? I asked for a dolphin. He gets me a dolphin outfit for a dog. But we didn't have a dog to put it on. No. So we didn't have it anyway. I can't, that was a Gold Coast challenge. I didn't know you, you couldn't hire a dolphin. Has anybody – did you know you couldn't hire a dolphin? I, I made a very rational guess that a dolphin would be hard to come by in a dry studio. Can I, can I just throw this in there, though, yeah. that Tommy's dolphin, the tiny dolphin that he got – um, was that outcome going to be better or worse than the actual joke of the dolphin? Like, you want to know the best how good was thing? we ended up how, go- a, how good we, was that? We ended up having to drop the segment <laughs> for time. Never made it. Yeah, and James's <laughs> snap was he walked out and he goes, "Hey, Tommy, you look like you've eaten a dolphin." And then I didn't left. say that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I think you did threaten to make him wear the dog's dolphin <laughs> on the show. I think yeah. I did. Now, I, Nick, obviously, you've never yeah. seen me snap. I've always been on very good behaviour because no. I. You know what? I cherish our friendship, and um, I <laughs> yeah. wouldn't do that yeah. to you. So. No, I can't remember a time where you Thank snapped, you. but uh, there was a th- one time when the at the tape that we go to, someone gave you the wrong uh, kebab, and it was just like, yeah. And then you held that place up for a couple of days. And, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. A bit of a no, because there is a chicken that he has there. Yeah, type of chicken. Yeah. That messes yes. with my bowels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deliberately. I love it that it's personal. With specifically yeah, mine. And it was a show day. <laughs> doing it to mess and if with I, if it, And then there was the wrong chicken. Okay, so middle free, of the taping free, the show, I just, my bowels just evacuate. Free range to free flowing. I'm going to say that yeah. would have been one of our best shows ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the Portuguese uh, chicken was the Portuguese man of war that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. So that's my honourable oh, mention really number great. one. And that'll um, definitely make the edit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> well, I, I also uh, learned how to edit last week, so. Oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really not needed. <laughs> uh, my second honourable mention, actually, it's just, it's fresh out of rugby league. It just happened last weekend. Um, it was Chad Townsend, uh, Cronulla Sharks halfback uh, during the Newcastle Knights Cronulla Sharks game. Yes. Um, here we go. Caelan Pong has just gone to take a quick tap. Ref blows oh. time off. Oh. <laughs> Chad Townsend just for some reason wanted to put a hit on him. He jumps at him high, he shoulder charges, and um, the referee's the blown time off. Um, this obviously was a was a send off, um, which some people thought it wasn't. I, I don't know if that's not a send off. I don't know what is, but yeah. we've had Chad Townsend. Uh, that haircut's a send off. That that haircut's pretty rough, isn't it? He looks like a, a Lego yeah. man. We did a segment on our show with Chad Townsend. Yes, uh, move that hair. <laughs> yeah, because he had perfect, <laughs> yeah, that. perfect hair, and we we got uh, we sat with the hairdryer. Yep. Then we got. Um, an industrial uh, fan. leaf block, leaf leaf block, block yeah. and then we got an industrial fan, like yeah. a giant, and it didn't move. I had to source those as well uh, while <laughs> I was trying to find a f-ing dolphin. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I did ask for I wanted a I wanted the engine of a of an aeroplane. Yeah, you mm. failed again. That's in dolphin category, one, I believe. I think that's in dolphin. One, category. there was no fan boat. No. <laughs> yes. Where was the anyway? Needless. Anyway, so yeah, but You're um, understanding why I snapped. Weirdly, Chad Townsend, is that out of Character boys, he he is a a nice guy in a team of interesting guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it like that. There, yeah. we've dealt with the sharks, or I've dealt with the sharks a lot over the years, and I'm not going to put them in my top fifteen teams of nice guys. They're just mm. yeah. No, I feel like that That's haircut. It. I feel like the haircut that he has in that shot, he was forced to get to to mm. sort of some of them. Are, Wade Graham's Wade Graham's a legend. Um, Chad's a lovely bloke. Mm. Matt Moylan's a lovely bloke. Sean Johnson. Yeah. Sean Johnson's a lot. You know what? They are really nice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Good group of guys. Yeah. Good group of guys. Um, so, yeah, that was my that was my number two. Chad Townsend, completely out of character, just for some reason decides to... As flatten, a dog shot. Flatten Caelan Pong, a Knights... Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it. Knights up-and-coming legend. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God. Pop, pop, pop that out there now. Oh, the Hopefully. Gloucester Magpie's going to be bloody just chafing <laughs> up hard. Mate, everyone, everyone uh, up there in the Hunter is uh, is just hoping that um, that doesn't uh, doesn't affect uh, poor Kalen. I don't think it will. Nothing seems to affect poor Kalen. No, fairly mm. easy going. Yeah. Um, although rested this week for some reason. Arrested? What for? No, rested. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I've still got a lot of stuff in my. <laughs> it's the bronchitis. Uh, which brings me <laughs> now. <laughs> this brings me to my number Jeez, one. I missed this last week. Um, my number one uh, the person who had a brain snap. Um, Angel. Matos. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, let's get into it. The Very real good. Uh, Everyone knows him as the original hard man of taekwondo. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, Olympic mm. taekwondo. So, uh, so what sport is it? Taekwondo. <laughs> he's uh, he's from Cuba. It, can we just... <laughs> natural home is of the Korean Is it taekwondo or taekwondo? Taekwondo. It's not Mary Kondo. It's no. Like, oh, I thought it was taekwondo. Taekwondo, isn't it? Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Okay. Hey, you, yeah. you sound anyway. like you're buying a house in Bit. Oh, yeah. do you yeah. have any taekwondos <laughs> in Bangkok? <laughs> 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 a Bangkok apartment. Do you have any taekwondo? Balinese, Balinese taekwondo. Where I keep the where I keep the second fan in the taekwondo. Taekwondo. Then he's a Cuban taekwondo champion. Now it sounds weird when you say it. Yeah, I know. Three times. I don't know. Three times. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Three-time Olympian. For, first off, Sydney Olympics 2000, best Olympics ever. He wins the gold in the middleweight, which is the 80-kilogram class. Uh, 2004, Athens. He's a bit off his game, gets eliminated in the round of 16. But the real event is uh, 2008, Beijing. He's uh, he's had a pretty good outing, but he makes it to the bronze. He doesn't make the gold medal match, makes it to the bronze medal match. Uh, he's up against uh, Kazakhstan's Aman Chilmanov, um, Tommy, one of your favourite mm. uh, fighters. Um, uh, the bout's going well in the uh, in the bronze medal match. He's leading three two, but he gets a foot injury, and so he he calls for a kayeshi, um, which uh, you know we all know. Is a rest. Is it a is a rest? Masseuse. It's a it's a one minute timeout, so oh, you can uh, you can get uh, injuries seen to. Now the rules of uh, international taekwondo um, say that you get sixty seconds, 
after 60 seconds, you've either got to return to the middle, ask for more time, or retire. Um, what did so, he injure? What in his foot? Was it a couple of foot. was it a phalanges or yes. what yeah, one of his toes. Mm. Meta- oh. Is that a metatarsal? Metatarsal broken broken toe, as it turns out at the end. But we're jumping. <sighs> we're jumping. Ahead. Sorry, so he's got a he's got a foot injury. You know me. He sits there. He's sitting there. He's waiting for medical attention. The uh, the referee. Uh, Shakir Chelbat, um, the, mm. obviously Swedish. <laughs> Swedish. Yeah, of course. Shakir Chelbat. Uh, Carlson is his last name. Gives him, the, <laughs> gives him the warning at 40 seconds. You've got 20 seconds left, right? Um, while he's sitting waiting there, referee goes, nah, time up. Uh, you, sir, have retired. Your opponent, opponent Chilmanov, is then declared the winner. So Matos gets up. He's like, nah. He's like, mate, you got a broken toe. He's like, nah, I'm still good, right? So this, I can't show you footage because it's Olympics, but I've got a series of pictures. So they start to argue, right? He shows, says, nah, you've lost. He goes, what, what, what's going on, guys? He's a big he goes, nah, your, your toe doesn't work. He goes, my toe doesn't work. You saying my toe doesn't work? Bam, oh. have that. Oh. Kicks the, <laughs> the judge straight to the face. Yeah, my toe doesn't work. In the Olympics. Uh, in the Olympics. Jeez, oh. wow. Um So then he, his, uh, his, oh. his coach comes you in. To goes, go, if you get on KL or Facebook to yeah. see that photograph, that is amazing. Yeah. Can we see it one more time? I just want to see the guy's face. Amazing like Stuff coming out of his face. This is... No, yep, that's yep, no, not good. the Hail Hitler. Next one. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's good. The, yeah, that's and okay. The next one. What about uh, this me? one here? Shaggy. No, no. The point that, of attitude. <laughs> don't go <laughs> there, girlfriend. <laughs> and oh, then Oh my God! You need to see that photograph. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, wow. Do you reckon he broke the toe that wasn't taped? <laughs> I don't it's know. The only toe not taped. But if you're going to prove your toe's still good enough to fight, yeah, um, there's one way to do it. Oh. Put it in the judge's mouth. Um, so his go, his coach, <laughs> not his coach, his coach. <laughs> I'm in trouble pronouncing. <laughs> or there too. Or there. I think you know what I think you're a natural host. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you're. In the I wrong reckon. Seat. I'm just not a I second fiddle. No, I think you're in the wrong seat. <laughs> I reckon shit is radar. No, I'm thinking shit is radar. Taekwondo. I can read gouch. it. I can't think it. It's. Uh, I have trouble yeah. with it coming from the brain, not from the Mate. page. Yeah. Um, but his uh, his coach uh, Ludis Gonzalez um, gets him, takes him out. Um, so the. Uh, <laughs> the World Taekwondo Federation, or the WTF, which seems uh, We're back to condos. Oh, Taekwondo, wow. Taekwondo. Qua. Qua. So the the WTF um, announced that uh, <laughs> WTF um, announced that he is banned from Olympic and international competition. Him and his coach both banned for life, um, and right. also his results are deleted um, from the Olympic 2008 Olympic oh. records. So you weren't even here. Um, his coach, his coach says, uh, "Look, this referee was too strict," and then um, accused the Kazakh team of offering bribes to the judge. That's interesting. Mm. So then uh, they've gone back to Cuba, and former uh, Cuban president, then Cuban president Fidel Castro, even came to uh, came to his uh, support, saying he was rightfully indignant over his disqualification. Um, and uh, he's saying this also happened to uh, other Cuban fighters, saying, I saw when the judges blatantly stole fights from two Cuban boxers in the semifinals. Oh. So, yes, a bit of anti-Cubanism going on mm. uh, in mm. at the Olympics, according to them anyway. Uh, yeah, so he is banned for life and uh, no longer a, uh, a fighter. But... Good brain stack. That takes wow. nuts That's to amazing. Just, do a, just do a big yeah, fly kick oh, to the yeah. face I, of a judge. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it, it takes a lot of bravery to kick a guy who's not expecting it right in the face, Tommy. You are exactly correct. I don't. I I think it's his rage circuit. Yeah, it could have been. Happens to the best of us. Mm. Could have been. You maybe you should have raised that with Fidel. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Okay. Very good stuff, mate. Thank you. If you've just fast forwarded through that, <coughs> just is welcome there, back. Yeah, welcome back. But you should just <laughs> rewind about four minutes, and there's a great. <laughs> Photo of a guy getting kicked in the face. <laughs> Not even the story of well, Barney. Yeah. Just the photo. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. You've just ruined the story there. But, uh, you can sorry. put it on mute, though. Uh, it's just the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know how they say people speak a thousand words? It's you know, more like 4,000 in yeah. Barney's case. We'll probably put that bit on Instagram, eh? <laughs> <laughs> just go to where Oh, mate, our followers are just going up. I don't uh, need that. <laughs> <laughs> Just the picture. Oh, yeah, very good picture. All right, Tommy, 
Here we go, guys. You know me. Love a uh, list. Oh, uh, here we go. Right. I got order. top three in no particular order, although I do like nice. the third one a little bit more than the second and the first. I can't wait till one day Tommy's going to come in here and go, look, I've got – I don't have a top three. I've got a middle seven. And uh, Yeah. You know, well, this could be – no, no, this is a – this is a uh, just sort of like a, a mismatch of three. Jeez. No. Um, On you go. So a what I the, three. the first one I'm talking about uh, is Pittsburgh Pirates manager in the Major League Baseball Lloyd McClendon. Uh, he <laughs> was really, known. Really, uh, yeah, I'm really I'm slow. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, clap yeah, out yeah, bloody syllables yeah. if I have to. <laughs> oh, just like you're reading the Hungry Caterpillar, Tom. <laughs> um, and then in 2001, again the Pittsburgh Pirates against the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, seven six the in the twelfth inning. So this is this has gone to extra innings, and and this happens. So first baseman hits it. They think it's a knuckleball. Great fielding. Throws it to first base, and they don't get the call. He's not safe. He's been run out. Players blowing up. First baseman judge is blowing up, and then McClendon, the manager, runs on, and he just goes bananas. And you know what he thinks? He's like he's talking to him. He's like, you know what? You know what? If we're not going to win this game, you're going to ref us out of this game. I'm going to, I'm going to stop this game altogether. And he walks over, kicks a bit of dust. They love kicking Ooh, dust. And then he picks up the first base oh, and wow. walks away with it. He just walked back to the dugout, first base, forgot his hat on the turf. He goes, you know what? I'm just going to throw the first base down there. And then I'm going to hand the assistant coach the batting card because he knew he was out. So that's one of my – that's one. And they ended up actually going on to win the game. Their second baseman went and hit a double a double run homer. did. They couldn't run anyone out at first. <laughs> the yeah. best is the groundsmen come back on and they run on a spare bag and all the people in Pittsburgh crowd are like going, boo, <laughs> boo. And this guy's like, what's well, my job? Um, uh, but I thought that needed to be mentioned. I love I love a Major yes. League Baseball manager blow-up. Good on blow you. Up. Yeah. Good on you. They have a good blow-up. <laughs> yeah. They love a face-to-face. Yeah. It's a bit of theatre, you know. They've all seen it, and they just uh, they kick dirt on each other's shoes. You know what the best thing was? McClendon, Rick Reed, who was the first base umpire, who didn't it didn't call him safe. Mate, we all recognised Rick. You don't, you don't <laughs> Come on. But McClendon goes, I told him that he wasn't using it, so I thought I'd take it. Yeah, very good. So uh, if you're not uh, going to use first base, Rick Reed. McClendon's going to take it from yeah. you. Um, there we go. That's my that's my first one. No, uh, my second one. I'm wonderful. also in the world of baseball. Can you rank these, please? Yeah, I will. Sorry. I'm also in the world McClendon. of baseball here, and I'm I'm talking okay. Roger Clemens, Mike Piazza, 2000 World Series Subway Series. So it's the New York Yankees versus the New York Mets. Clemens, obviously, pitcher for the uh, the Yankees. Yep. Piazza for the uh, he's the catcher, but he's also a great great slugger for the Mets. <laughs> and they've always had a bit of a rivalry. And, and earlier on in the year. Bangs. Clemens beams Piazza straight in the head with a fastball, and Piazza is in cuckoo land. He doesn't know what he's doing. He flopped. I had a Yeah, that's interesting. So it's hit him straight in the head. He actually goes off in that game injured. So he retires, and they have to put a designated hitter in. What was his injury? Um, <laughs> he was seeing bad things. Um, <laughs> no, he was a bit worried. Twinged his hamstring. Yeah, that what it was, he felt. yeah, there's a sniper in the crowd. Um, but then it came to the game two of the World Series where these two teams met up Ooh. again. Uh, Clemens is on the mound. Uh, Piazza's it's a it's a tie game actually, and really? Piazza walks out. What's the count? And Piazza has a slap, bang, snaps his bat. Oh! And Clemens picks it up and throws a jagged bit of bat back at him. So if you watch this, oh. And he oh, actually, the catch is pretty impressive. It bounces up, and then he throws the bit of broken bat back, man, and then the dugouts just clear. And he's like, he, he, Clemens is like, well, what, what, do you, what, what do you want me to do? I didn't realise you were running there. And Piazza's like, you just pretty much thrown a bit of chimney water. Why, yeah. Why, Why do you, you need throw to throw the, it at all? The jagged bit of bat. I don't know, but the, 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 it doesn't appear to have been obviously very serious and, and no one actually got hurt. But the, it, like, if that thing pops up, bounces up and hits you or hits you in the, the neck, neck or whatever, you're it, absolutely it, cooked. Yeah. 
Um, and also, it just revealed that he's not actually human and he's a vampire. <laughs> and that's the worst. <laughs> oh, People don't need worst. that. Um, how embarrassing is that? Yeah. You don't need that. He's <laughs> just, just more the dust on the mound. <laughs> yeah, they'd have to get the umpire out with that little broom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Dusting yeah. him off. So, Daisy, it came down to he got fined. He got fined 50 grand. For for throwing the bat and he got suspended for the next start, but because you're a starting pitcher, you don't normally uh, pitch the next day, so he he missed the game that oh. he wasn't going to oh, play anyway. Um, but yes, that's my number two. I thought baseball, another baseball player throwing a mm. tanty, and then this one is my absolute favourite. And so this is officially number one. Yeah, because I actually, you know mm. what, I, I I see myself a lot in the sort of the, the same vein as this next gentleman, a guy called Ty Domi. Uh, mm. He's a Canadian Tommy. ice hockey player. Yes. He's little, uh, slightly rotund, um, built somewhat I like a okay, profiterole. I, I mean, you know and what I mean? His parents are mega rich. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, mum, if you're listening. They bully me. No, we don't. Uh, we don't, Mrs. Me. Erskine. <laughs> they make fun of my dad because he was a pharmacist. They say he was a drug dealer. They don't. <laughs> he was a drug dealer. <laughs> he was, uh, technically, he was a drug dealer. That's a literal meaning. Um, March 29, 2001, Tainomi who is in the world of ice hockey is renowned as the all-time NHL leader in fights. So he had a 14-year career and he had 333 fights in his career. Oh, wow. He also holds the record for most pen- – you know when what's you get that, a po- – What's that average out at per year, Tom? Yeah, what's oh, – Don't make me do the math. <laughs> don't worry, just say anything. Yeah, well, 70. That's great. 70. Well, um, 70 mils. He also, because whenever you get, whenever you get, um, whenever you get penalised or put in the penalty box, you accrue points for like sort of like bad behaviour points, kind of like they do oh. in the NRL. NRL. And or he has primary school. He has the 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 he has 2006 penalty points throughout his career. Wow. So the what guys, are, though, he's basically get, is that a lot, points. Tommy? He was considered what the famous saying for him was. He was a, he was a, they they called him the tough guy who tried to play hockey. Yeah, right. So he wasn't technically the greatest player, but he uh, he sort of he sort of tried his hand, but he, he ended up just throwing gloves off and just duking it out with guys. The and rich anyway, kid who tried to podcast. Is <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my story. Um, it is. Uh, but anyway, March twenty nine. Are you are you just gonna just keep just hackling me about my privilege? Yes. Oh jeez. Fair enough. <laughs> no, guys. What, you know what? Should we just forget the sport and just talk this out? <laughs> I'm serious because I, 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 when you stare down death like I did last week, <laughs> yeah. oh, start to realise this thing more important. And I think yeah. I think your friendship's more important than this silly sports podcast. So, what is it about Bunny? <laughs> oh, Let's Jesus. not do this. Oh, my God. I couldn't oh, go. All right. Ty Domi. Yes. Ty Domi. March. Do you want me to say the date one more time? I'm going to say the date with this, the people listening and hear this date three times. But March 29, <laughs> 2001. Um, it is Toronto Maple Leafs, the team that Ty Domi played yep. for for a long time, versus the Philadelphia Flyers. They're in Philly. Uh, and they're just, they're absolutely, the Philly fans are normally pretty, they're pre, like Philadelphia in, in, uh, in a nutshell, sports-wise, they're all pretty patriotic. They're kind of like yeah. the Chicago fans. They're, they're kind of blue-collar and they, they, really get, they really get into it a bit. And Ty Domi gets penalised and he gets sent to the bin and then this is what happens next. He's getting heckled by some Flyers fans in the background. He squirts him with a bit of water, and then boom, the guy falls oh. in, the glass breaks, and Tainomi just starts laying into a oh fan my that was heckling him. Wow. So, I mean, if there's like look, falling look, look, into a beer. And then cage, slow-mo, <laughs> glass falls oh. in. And this gentleman, a guy called Christopher Falcone, a 38-year-old cement worker from Havertown, Pennsylvania, wow. is now, after that event in 2001, he's, he's, he sued Domi. Uh, Domi sorry. Um, and the Maple Leafs. And he sued the linesman, Kevin Collins, the gentleman that you saw run into the, into the bus. And he also sued the Comcast Centre, uh, the Spectator Centre, sorry. How much did he get? <laughs> 
You know what the funniest thing was? He only got 50,000 oh, US dollars. That's too bad. And they settled out of court. Tell me, and you reckon you're not a rich kid? Only uh, 50 grand. Well, no, be happy no, no, no. He sued for 1.8 million and he and only walked 50, away with 50K. Yeah. After lawyers, um, he probably didn't even get. I love how NHL is one of those sports that's so hardcore that if you did that in the NRL, you get banned for life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Domi yeah. got fined a thousand bucks and he was allowed to play the oh, following I week. Had, had to pay for the repair. <laughs> of the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Replace yeah. the glass. Why did the linesman get sued? Because he came in and started laying into the to the so he ripped to the pun, ripped to the yeah, punter right. down and then started was like breaking oh, was he up. fighting him too? Yeah, when yeah. they were kind of trying to break it up. But yeah, the lawyers of Mr. Falcone was just like, I mean, you're not going to get any more than fifty grand. You're in the wrong. You were heckling the whole time. Yeah, right. Mm. But no, um, fair enough. And they had just, fifty grand is just shut up, leave us alone. Yeah, yeah. Go it's away. kind of like there. So I think you were right. I think you, you, you three was Clemens. Oh no, sorry. I'm going to go three Clemens, two McClendon, just because that's outstanding. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm going to go one um, Ty Damon, which interesting. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. You were talking about Ty Condos, and then you're <laughs> yeah. talking about. It's, it's, it's more of a rounded room. It is, yeah, like mm. a dome. Yeah. Mm. Synergy. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, all right, I'm going to go next. Mm. Nicholas. Tell me you got a Thailand story. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> no. I do. Excellent. It's all about Thailand. It's, oh, my God. Thai this special. is weird. So I'm gonna, I want to talk to you about um, <laughs> badminton, which you everybody would know is the more traditional name, shuttlecock or yeah. battle door. We, um, we need the, I've said for a long time, we need more cock talk on this. We do. <laughs> Today's the day. Finally. So a few, um, few things you should know about <laughs> the art of shuttlecock. Um, it's the fastest racket sport in the world. Mm. Shuttles can reach speeds of over 200 miles per hour. They slow down pretty quick. <laughs> yes, it's like <laughs> yeah, immediately yeah. off the racket. Oh, off the racket. <laughs> Is this, is, this from the, is this from the Badminton Gazette, by the way? These no, facts? funnily enough, Nick, it's a site and it's it's 20 interesting facts about badminton. And because one of them was it's the second most popular sport in the world. And I was like, this, and I looked up and it is on Tell me. Bad, badminton.com. Yeah, it's you, big in Indonesia. Big in yes, Indonesia. and um, India and um, Thailand, as we're about to learn. Did you Long- find out this when you uh, were trying to find astronaut porn? You just Googled shuttlecock and, hey, there's a whole sport. No, no that is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. That is that is not what this podcast is about. <laughs> not porn. Were you pulling that sort of gear when you were hosting? Astronaut <laughs> <laughs> porn. That's the best. I'm disgusted yeah. by that. At the end of it, you, at the end of it, uh, what are you at doing? The end, at, at the end of it, everyone's Sputniks, so it's fine. <laughs> oh. You know what? Oh. Hey. <laughs> Zero gravity porn. Nobody's done it. You'd be like, hey, oh. Vladimir, write with my not... space pen. No. Write, write that down. Zero gravity porn. I'm writing it down. There's something in that. No, so could well, you, you imagine how scary market, that would market. be? People are listening. Yeah. You know, there's one thing it's... that's vital in adult entertainment, and that is attraction. And oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's Tra- get back into this. <laughs> yeah. um, you need to be attracted to if it. If you've ever been in a bath and that's coming towards you, imagine that in space. It's a sneak. <laughs> I don't, I don't actually know it. what. What are you saying? Listen to the episode. The, the Kansas City Art Museum's disgusting. lawn is home of the world's largest shuttlecock. Is it? Yeah, 18 feet tall, weighs nearly wow. three tons. It's a big shuttlecock. Yeah. And yeah. shuttlecocks, as you all know, were traditionally made from feathers that are gathered from the left wing of a goose. It takes about 16 feathers to make what are they doing with the right wing cock feathers? The right wing. Well, yeah. it's a, it's a Nadal scenario. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Nadal goose. Picturing, yeah. picturing geese just flying into. Yeah, yeah. they all have stronger left arms. <laughs> the badminton geese there, yeah. they just they fly in circles. All goes around. Yeah. So I want to talk today about Bowden Asara and uh, a little event that took place in the Canadian Open. So um, oh, uh, Canada. We all know all Canada. Yeah. Which, oh, how about them waffles with yeah. syrup? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Is there an accent he can't do? <laughs> yes, Canadian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again. Again. Um, now, obviously, you all know Asari had a few nicknames. Yep. No, the Thai Express, the Cock King, the Sultan of Shuttle. He was big. <laughs> the the Sultan of Shuttle. Yes. Um, the yeah. Cock King's interesting. Yeah. And he, <laughs> well, yeah. Let's unpack yeah. that self, one. Well, it's, it's, it's different cultures. Yeah. The Cock King means something different here. Mm. In Thailand, it doesn't mean that at all. Yeah. It's, see, he's from Thailand, and it's a country where shuttlecock is as popular as shufflecock. 
which obviously is an operation that happens <laughs> on the, where the, oh my where the cock is shuffled to mm. a different area yeah. of the body. Like an iPod <laughs> shuffle. Yeah, like I go there, I have a cock, and then it's yeah. turned into <laughs> shuffled a, on a vagina. Mm. Um, now, he was a stocky right-hander, a lot like <laughs> you, Tom. Reminds me of you. Um, one hell of a badminton player was known for his speed across the baseline. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, was at R- Ratana Bundit University studying yep. the art of shuttle. And, um, what a degree. It is. Shuttlecock wow. in Thailand. It is. God. Mm. You can get, I think, I think it's a four-year course, mm. but then you can do your master's. <laughs> really? Yeah. You can do a doctorate after that. Yeah, Doc But Cock. you've got to write a, it's a 10,000-word thesis. <laughs> so, and then your name's Doc Cock. Yeah, Doc Cock. Doc Cock. Um, mm. Now, while he was at uni, he met Mani Pong Jongjit. Yep. And they were... Classic story. Well, I mean, a lot of people describe them as a young Chan Peng Sung and Go Lee Yung. Like, they just went together perfectly. Really? Mm. That, yeah, mm. so it's a big call. I know Jongjit, tall mm. left-hander, just mm. impressive at the net. Just a defender, you couldn't get past him. Then of course you've got Asara up and down the baseline. Baseline specialist. Oh, mm. just magic to watch. So they are into the. Oh, th- they're like doubles, ba- badminton doubles partnership. Yes. Did I not say oh, that? Oh, I start? thought they Tommy. were in a relationship. No, no part. This is a bed talk. You know that explains a lot. That's the case. We've actually got a photo of the two of them here. This is in the Summer Olympic Games in 2012. They've just won. Oh, uh, that's that. to get into the quarterfinals, and they are over. Joy. <laughs> What's they? he doing on the base? I don't there? know, but I feel like if it was a video, you might see a shuttlecock pop out yeah. somewhere. I um, feel like someone's <laughs> going to come with a plastic bag after and clean that up. Yeah. So. You know, I was in Manly on the weekend, and um, I was walking past the stain, and there's an alleyway behind the stain. Who was a junk man doing drunk man doing that? He was taking really? shit in the alleyway. <laughs> there was a stain ah, behind so the stain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he stayed and so watched him for a little bit. Then I was, <laughs> I was disgusted. I, I mean, I, I picked up after. <laughs> You sent us all the video. That's not a lie. That is not a lie. It was about 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, the manly poo jogger. Mm. Um, I don't know where this is going. Anyway, they compete in the Summer Olympics together. John Jit and Sarah. Yep, they make it uh, to the quarterfinals there, but unfortunately they lose. Which year are we talking? Where where are we? Summer Olympics 2012. We're in London. Oh, nice. London. Mm. (laughs) That was a good one. Oxymoron. (laughs) (laughs) Nice London. (laughs) Come on, we've all been there. The cloudy Olympics. Mr. Bean was good in 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 the opening ceremony. I thought. Oh no, I'm just mean London. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, yeah. <laughs> um, a huge shock. Like they shouldn't have lost. It was they lost to the Malaysian couple of Ku King Keat and Tabun Hyang. Who, I mean, mm. what was the article headline? They were on the rise. Um, uh, shuttle shock. <laughs> shuttle shock was the article. <laughs> In um, in Thailand, mm. uh, I mean, that'd be like losing to Ross Smith and Glenn Wharf. It's the Australian pairing. Oh, this is derailed, hasn't it? I, um, anyway, fast forward. They split after that. They're not happy. They're blaming oh, each other. Okay. You're the reason we lost the quarters. You're the reason we lost the quarters. Now, in 2013, July 21st, they meet at the Canadian Open in the finals of the men's pairing. Jongjit with his new partner... Nipiton Puang Pek. So you say it. Mm. He's up against Isara and his new parker, p- partner. Uh, no, no, we- yes, Taekwondo. No, it wasn't Taekwondo. <laughs> Paka, Paka Wat Vilikak. And they're up against each other. Oh, right, no. so the, the game starts Oops. and they start. Oh, well. Oats or. I mean, it was, there was funny things like Nipipon actually looked a bit like. Oh, really? Yeah. And that is. Oh, they were definitely in a proper relationship. Similar now. playing style. Yeah. This is like a. Replaced him with a bloke that looked just like him. Yeah. Stocky right hander. Mm. I don't know. Do you reckon he called him like by the other bloke's name? I reckon. I'm still like, yeah, yeah, my love. Um, anyway, they <laughs> start, yeah, darling. They start up. They start arguing Sweet during the game across the net. They're arguing. You're the reason we lost in London. You were snoring the night before. Really? That oh, stuff. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So they're arguing over the top. Over the of, net. Over the so because it's like one of the a baseline of cock, guy. You're the queen of the, cock. The net guy. So yeah. they'd be arguing. There'd be a guy mm. between them. Yes, I'd say arguing. so. I'd say so. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, it gets to the point. There's a changing of ends between one of the sets, and this happens. If we can roll this in, please. You see him there. Oh, whisker. Oh, so a fight is breaking up basically. Using rackets to start with. Isara is chasing Jongjit. They jump over the signage. He's still chasing him. Jongjit's got some speed on him, but see how he's a yeah. rangy fellow, whereas Jongjit's far more stocky. Runs in under the net, and watch this. Buska tackles him to the floor, lays him with the left hand, and then kicks him. Kicks him. 
kicks him, they pull them apart. Um, just horrific. Look at that blood oh, pouring from the ear. Yeah, that's out of Asara's ear. He had to get three stitches. Um, just horrible scenes there at the Canadian Open. And, you know, in Canada in sport, they've never seen fights. Yeah. The kick to the head. They did get him in the head. Yeah, it did. So, anyway, Asara ended up getting a two year ban. Jongjit got three months, but then Asara went to um, the National Shuttlecock uh, Organization. Yeah. And, um, yeah. The NSO. Yeah, NSO the head, said, the look, head, it was my fault. The, the head co cock? The cock yeah. court. Cock. Yeah, cock court. <laughs> so it was my fault. So they ended up getting rid of uh, Jongjit's band. Now, currently, because I like to give them the stats, currently mm. um, the world ranking of Jongjit in men's doubles yep. is 43 in the Ooh. world. Ooh. Current ranking of Asara in men's doubles is 43. They're back together. They're back together. So, oh my god! After that, oh horrendous my god. stout. 2015. Uh -oh. oh, that is bad. I only you look. I only did it because I missed you. Yeah. Oh, well, terrible. it's a lovers' quarrel. 2015. They realised the only way Thailand's really going to give the gold medal a nudge at the 2016 Olympics is if 42 other pairs fall over. That, but also if they get their best pairing together, mm. Jongjit and Asara. So they get them back together to qualify for Rio. They end up losing in the qualification. Oh, no. They hate each other again. Then uh, Isara goes, and he ends up competing in the mixed doubles. And um, he just – they stink it up. They don't make it through to the quarters. Um, they lost. They lost to Malaysia. They lost to India. But they had a win, uh, yep, against Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Middleton and Chu. They, uh, they got smashed. Um, so I guess the question out of all of that is, what does Australia need to do to improve our shuttlecock? I think, uh, look, you got to harbour the cock, really. Really? You? Yeah, you just got to, you got to really put a bit of time into it. I just don't see enough geese. I don't think we're we're using the right equipment. Are That's we, a good point. Are we? Are, 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 is our equipment like? Are we putting the resources into it? Do we need a government grant? Like, where are these guys training? I don't know. Maybe we're using swans. How do we get kids yeah. interested in playing uh, badminton? I think the big one is is foie gras in Australia has really gone up. Uh, it's 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 a really in vogue sort of mate, You're speaking um, to the people, mate. You're speaking to you the people. You know what I mean? You can kind of be like, is that duck. goose? Yeah, it's it's goose a goose liver. Mm. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> and I think the foie gras industry is single handedly killing Australia. Oh, wow. Tom, Tom how, do, how does New no. Zealand go in the shuttlecock? Oh, yes, uh, I know the name of your team. <laughs> yeah, so the name that so the Black Cox. Um, so we basically um, pretty good actually. We do very well. Add black and in front of every team you've got, mate. No, there's the all whites. Well, there's the all whites, which is you know that's that's not offensive. And so um, and they've got the silver ferns, obviously as well. Um, we we love. Um, we don't like many colourful things. We just like the blacks, the whites, the silvers. Very monochromatic. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think because um, most of our computers still operate on Microsoft Paint, so we don't sort of <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> we, we can only get those uh, key ones. Just picturing you getting logging into Zoom, going, uh, going to MS-DOS, going run forward slash Zoom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have any coloured printers uh, to print on a uniform, so that's why we do right. it. Still on the dot matrix. Um, yes. Still right. on the dot matrix, but yeah. Nick, no, it's good. Um, I don't know. I couldn't name it. I couldn't name a player, but um, apparently it's still a sport. So there you go. Uh, yeah. All right, we'll bring mm. us home, Nick. Yeah. Um. Well, a lot of uh, a lot of Thai Thai sh um, shout outs there. I've got actually a Cantonese story. As an wow. honorable mention. Controversy. Um, very controversial. I um, actually hope that that it was a, a late entrant, but it's Eric Cantona. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take you back One of those rare French Cantonese <laughs> uh, So uh, yeah So we've all been there um, it's, uh, It happened on the 25th of January 1995 at Selhurst Park mm. uh, at, uh, When a Crystal Palace uh, Person called Matthew uh, Simmons ran down 11 rows of stairs to shout at Cantona uh, After he'd been uh, sent off and now apparently what he said to Cantona is this is what Cantona said on retaliation. That's why he ended up doing what he do, did. Uh, and I'll show you this in a little second. Is he, Simmons apparently said to Cantona, F off back to France. 
Uh, now Simmons' rude. story that was is rude. different. It's very, yeah, it's very rude. Uh, got a stunning photo here of Eric Cantona roundhouse kicking uh, this oh, oh, wow. fan. Oh, and and in, in the midsection. Now apparently, when this all went to trial, Eric, uh, Eric Cantona's version of the story where he said it uh, told him to go back to France. The guy said, "No, no, no." What I actually shouted was, "Off, off, off." It's an early bath for you, Mr. Cantona. <laughs> an early so, bath. That is more yeah. offensive. That's that even more, more offensive. <laughs> what, are you going to get me to put my PJs on in the afternoon, are you? So that's the honourable mention anyway, is uh, Eric Cantona losing it, come roundhouse kicking people in the in, in the crowd. But apparently the why he did it, and it eventually uh, came out that he was a hooligan and that he actually um, supported the Nazis and all this kind of stuff. And Cantona so, did. Eric Cantona. That is no, yeah. <laughs> but the guy who he kicked, and so everyone got on Cantona's side and said that Cantona's innocent. He was only doing it to kick racism out of football. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and uh, and then and then so they all jumped on that bandwagon and said, "Yeah, let's get him back." And he came back the next year, and it was you know, he, and he did did a great job. But he got stripped of the French uh, captaincy, which uh, and he was ne- he never played for France again after it. Oh, um, but yeah. It was uh, it was it was pretty good, but that's the honourable mention. But the the big one I'm going to talk to you guys about, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you back to 1997. Um, as, as you all know, this is when the Spice Girls uh, met uh, <laughs> uh, Robert Mugabe. Yes, um, Did they? didn't that also, change things? Yep, it really shook things up changed. in Zimbabwe. That's right, and then the last did a world king tour, of spies. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of Edie. I mean, I am. The, very the last joke. I, I, all I thought was Forrest Whitaker, That's, to be fair. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I know it's crosswise, but it's, it's very good. Oh, dictator, dictator. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say dictator. And it's home. Dictator. There we go, Tommy. Well done. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Um, that was good. Uh, yeah. Do you know what the funny thing is? I actually didn't mean Mugabe. I actually meant um, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that 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 is not a good mix-up. You know, I uh, thought it was odd that all of a sudden the Spice Girls are like, "We want to meet Mugabe." But a, I didn't say anything. Okay. <laughs> you know what? They were, they they wanted to meet the Flower Brothers. Andy Flower, they're big Andy Flower fans. Yeah, and yeah, they had to meet Mugabe yeah. thinking about that Zimbabwe. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you literally confused the loveliest person to ever live with, with, <laughs> with one of the biggest monsters yeah. on the planet. Yeah. Oh, that is so funny. Oh. <laughs> just just uh, to clarify, you call him Mandela the loveliest, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, no, yes. I feel correct. like Tommy's met, uh, met Mugabe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, which uh, one have you met, Tommy, out of those two? I went shooting with Mugabe. That's a joke, by the way. Someone's got to take the farm back. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, All right. So anyway, uh, really Nelson hope. Mandela yep. met the Spice yep. Girls. Yes. Yeah. And he described the moment as one of the greatest <laughs> moments of his life. <laughs> Oh, uh, wow. Out of all that he's achieved. So Bearing in mind, he'd met big... Mark Bosnich before that. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, you remember, so Bosnich was on Maddie's show yeah. the other week. and <laughs> Just drop that. Yeah, they said, um, "Have you? who's the most influential person you've ever met? And he's like, oh, geez, you asked me this before the show. Oh, geez, I don't, know. I don't really have one. I guess maybe Nelson Mandela. <laughs> Just and everyone went, what? him and Gandhi. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, sorry, Nick, continue. Uh, so, but in 1997 in June, uh, Mike Tyson fought Evander Holyfield um, in June 1997 for the second time. Now, this was a huge bout because the first time um, – before this, Mike Tyson had only ever been beaten by Buster Douglas. And the first time Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson fought, um, it went 11 rounds until it got called off and Evander Holyfield won. Now, the controversy of that whole first fight was that Mike Tyson was saying that Evander Holyfield kept on headbutting him, coming into the clinch and just head- headbutting him, opening up cuts and just like fighting dirty, basically. 
And so it comes around to the second time they meet them. And uh, Mike Tyson's first two rounds, Evander Holyfield's controlling the controlling the first two rounds and doing the same tactic. He's sort of rubbing up against his head. He opens up a cut on Mike Tyson's forehead. Mike Tyson gets absolutely, you know, furious with this. Um, and then I'm going to play the first video here, which sort of sums up what happens next, going into round three. Good stiff jab. That's the jab Mike didn't have in the first fight. He got bit, I think. Evander Holyfield, look out, he's pushed right here, above us, by Tyson. He got bit in the ear. Oh my goodness, he's got a slutty right ear. Basically, uh, bit Evander Holyfield on the ear. Now, before he went out into the third round, he didn't didn't actually take his mouth guard with him into um, into the third round. So he was fighting a good two minutes, 20 odd seconds. Uh, without a mouth guard, knowing that it goes, I want to infl- inflict so much pain on this guy that I'm actually going to bite him. I'm just going to use this round to to try and bite him. And he didn't care if his teeth was knocked out. He was just going to try and bite him that I whole round. So it was it almost was like a- premeditated. I didn't realize that. Well, it wasn't premeditated in terms of he wanted to do that before the fight, but as after the second one, he's sitting in the corner, and then he just goes, "You know what? I'm not taking my mouth guard up." And it was yeah, two minutes and a half. So it was sort of premeditated. So you're saying it's kind not, of. not really a brain snap. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's that's the podcast. Well. Aren't <laughs> Very good hosting. Buddy. I would say it's a brain. It's a, it's a brain Very snap. Good. It's a brain snap. It's but then, a brain snap. Here we go. But here we go. Uh, he goes and then does it again. He bites him for a second time, and this what? time he takes a big chunk off the left ear. So he bites him on the right ear first. They uh, take two points off Mike Tyson, and then they go back and go, all right, you guys can keep fighting as long as you don't do it again. And then he, uh, they fight for another 15, <laughs> love- 20 seconds. He bites another ear, part of the ear off. I love that. You're allowed to keep fighting, out. guys. You, you you two, as long as you settle down and stop being mean to each other, you're allowed <laughs> yeah, to keep fighting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, they actually met um, again and um, uh, and tried to patch things up. Here is an interview um, of him talking about, um, was it a brain fade? Would you do it again? The Holyfield fight, yeah. Take me through what happened there, because, I mean, did that just kind of, was that just kind of a place where you just went and you kind of hit a wall, or would you, if you had a chance to do it over again, would you do it over again? No, yeah, probably the same thing, because he was really kicking my ass, <laughs> <laughs> he was really kicking my ass and bumping my head and stuff, and I, yeah, I think I would do it again. Yeah, I would. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but I am kind of redeeming myself. <laughs> He'd do the same thing over again. Yeah, he said he would do it exactly the same thing over oh again because he was winning the fight, God. and um, he didn't want. He just he was jealous. He said in other interviews he was jealous of how good of a fighter he was, and that he was on the decline. And he was sort of because um, they they grew up together. So Tyson was on the decline, and Evander Holyfield, if anything, was on the incline. But they'd grown up to, and they were similar age, and he couldn't handle the fact that he was sort of on the way out of the sport, and Evander Holyfield was holding his own and almost going up about up and above him. Wow. I mean, bite a dude's ear off, you have to be a couple of sandwiches short. Yeah, I think you're right. But it, it's odd because it's just that's a one-off for Tyson. Apart from that, he seems yeah. very sane. Mm, Good decision-making. Yeah. Mm, the loveliest yeah. guy on yeah. earth, isn't he? Yeah, to- yeah. The Nelson, Nelson Mandela of boxing. Thing. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or am I do. thinking of the other guy? I think you're thinking of the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Old Robert oh, Ringside. Hey. Although he did spend some time in prison, so who knows? Yes, you're dead right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, all three of them, I guess. Um, Did Mugabe go to prison at any point? Um, don't know. I'm going to go know. yes. All right. I'm going to Nick say, says yes. Should we look it up? Mm. Yeah, we'll just cut all this out. Yeah. All right, Nick. Um, <laughs> mate. Nick's, Nick's whole section. Yeah. Very good. No, no, Nick. Yeah, very good. Yeah, exactly. So, um, okay, I, I think that I think that brings us to a close. Is everybody's yeah. okay mm-hmm. with that? Yes. The wonderful, yes. wonderful podcast, Brain Snaps. Um, and they're completely normal. Yeah, they are. we learn. Mm. So um, that brings our podcast to a close, ladies and gentlemen. It was the Professor and Barney podcast featuring Tom and Nick. That was um, good. Leave a five star review. Yes. Um, let us know what you think. Tell us who your favourite is. Just don't make it Tommy again, for Christ's sake. We've yes. got a big show next week as well. I've already got the topic. So what is no, it? you don't. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Don't be a hater. Pick your favourite dictator. No, oh, that's, it. That's, um, that's great. <laughs> that's it. Very good. All right, leave a five star <laughs> review. Get on our socials at. Professor Jay Roch on both Twitter and Instagram. Narrow Water Sports on Facebook. We will see you next week.
Bye for now. Bye. Bye.